Hotep, what's going down, baby? Welcome to today's episode of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. Donald Nelson, Dizzle, DZ, 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 Don P, Don D, Don, really your host with supreme confidence. Whether it's a game of basketball or the game of life, you got to have confidence in the clutch. Practice makes confidence. Pressure makes diamonds. Stay sucker free. Keep it a buck like Milwaukee. I'm the IP. Stay woke or get out. Go ball or bust. You can't fit in when you are standing out. Last year was about branding. This one about expanding. Colorism is dead. Black is black. Every disagreement is not a fight. You get to make the decisions, but you don't get to decide the consequences. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own facts, y'all. Don't shine without the grind. I work for myself, so I guess I work for a boss. You buy once, you cry once. Cry once. Cry, cry once. <laughs> the cheap creator content. Don't sink the ship just because you ain't the captain mind. If it doesn't fit, make it fit. Didn't reinvent the wheel, just a better design. These did. Takes a village to raise a kid, but still can produce an idiot. All black with a little bit of gold. Let me show y'all confidence in the clutch roll. Food for the spirit. Confidence and control, baby. Get your confidence together. Get your clutch together. Support your own black-owned media. The we for everybody. For everybody. <laughs> Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Confidence in the clutch.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, review is important. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at KNK. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Coming up on today's episode, we are going to talk about I Got a Life Accused as a Teacher Coach, NFL, NBA, playoffs. Like always, bringing you quality content with strong opinions and facts. Confidence in the clutch, we are fear more than love and never hated y'all. Come ride me for a minute, you know. You know, the only way we can ride is together, baby. Confidence starts right now. Three, two, one. Confidence on three in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 312 of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. Hopefully you had a good time. Good week, good weekend. Let me know what's cracking. You know how we do it in the hood of things. Shit, like getting shit together. Man, it's a blessing to be here. We have been infiltrated. <laughs> we have been infiltrated. You know, you be at work. Yeah, just let's get into it. Let's just get into it. Life cues is teacher right now. Yo, I'm at work. I'm working, and you know, you got all the children around or whatever. I get up to, you know, talk to a kid in the hallway or whatever, and, um, yeah, this is a, this is going to be crazy. And then uh, I'm coming back. They're like, oh, yeah, confidence in the clutch. You know what I mean? Because I was doing some stuff on my computer. Like, man, y'all get out of here. You already know I got teachers everybody now. <laughs> like, yo, um, we like your podcast. Like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Some things you just can't keep to yourself. But, you know, it's all good, man. I don't, I don't be – I don't be doing the most and ask me if I gave a fuck anyway. You know what I mean? Confidence in the clutch, baby. But um just uh another thing to deal with is life accuses a teacher, life accuses a coach, whatever. This is to all my athletic parents, um, or the parents of student athletes. Here's the here's the thing what I want to tell you. Parents. Cause I'm a parent. Extracurricular activities are an extension of the school day. They are not mandatory. They are not something that your child is supposed to do. Like you can put your children in theater or any clubs after school, the gender, sexuality alliance, which used to be the gay straight alliance, which I appreciate the name change. 
uh, the gender sec because now we have all these different types of genders now, so they had to change it. So looking out for the children. Remember, all this shit is for the children. Isn't these everything that's going on with the gender and all this stuff? This is to protect the children because we know how mean children can be and the bullying aspect of it. So if we can protect the children more for just things, how they feel on the inside and they feel a certain way, whether they feel like a boy or feel like a girl, we got to protect the children. That's 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 the job of the adults, regardless if you even agree with it. But what they're doing, you have to protect the children. Um, when you make a choice to participate in extracurricular activities, whatever you may choose, there are rules and regulations to fucking follow. Like when you get in a situation, misunderstandings most of the fucking time. You know, playing time is one of those things that's a no-go for any coach. Like we don't talk about playing time, you know what I'm saying? So playing time, you're not going to, we're not going to talk about playing time at all. But when you have a situation and there's a misunderstanding and you even say, fuck it, I, whatever the misunderstanding is, let's just get past this shit. You apologize, like, especially when you're an adult, like, on, on the adult side. Because the kids, we know the kids mess up. We just, you know, we know how to get kids to do what we need to do. So when you apologize, the situation is over. Now, if your child is not the leading scorer of the team, high school team, right, his or her team, plays on a, they play on a decent AAU circuit, travel team circuit, don't nobody play AAU no more. Because y'all don't go to the national tournaments for playing he, she, they are most likely a JUCO player. Like, and ain't nothing wrong with JUCO players. I've had many under my tutelage, under my player development. There's nothing wrong with that. But just because you live somewhere does not give you carte blanche and free reign with the bullshit that you be on. Like, it doesn't do that. If you don't like what's going on here at Conference in the Clutch, I have a few... A few <laughs> Keep that take in. We ain't editing that. Here at Confidence in the Clutch, I have a few suggestions. One, get to your own traveling team to coach your he, she, or they, right? Pull your child from the team because there's no need for them to play if you don't agree with what the fuck is going on. Move out of the district you're in if the athletics is so great that your child is getting a raw fucking deal with their at where they're at and move to another school district so they don't have ineligibility issues for changing schools due to you just don't like a motherfucker. Choose another sport during the time when that happened. Like, say, for instance, if you play volleyball in the fall, the volleyball club season is winter going into spring, so just say I'm just playing club volleyball. I ain't playing high school volleyball or vice versa. Get you a therapist because clearly you're living vicariously through your child, right? And something else is going on. They ain't got shit to do with me as coach, as, as coaches, us. Leave coaches a fuck alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because what you want or what you may want is not happening. It hasn't happened. So just because you're looking crazy out here, parents just chill. Like, as a parent, and you may not agree with stuff that's going on with your child's team, all you got to do is support your child. Like, I mean, no harm, no foul. You cannot control what that coach does, says, or thinks. Just like I can't control what a parent does, says, or thinks. So I'm out of it. I don't even care. It's not even a thing. But you don't want to never be a toxic parent to your child. 
because if you're a toxic parent, your child has to listen to you, even though they may not want to, and it fucks with the chemistry of the team. And then people have to make a decisions on your child based upon your actions as a parent, when all you should be happy is that your child is competing, playing hard, and they have all their faculties, and they're doing the best they can, working hard, having fun. Losing is never easy on anybody. Winning is never easy on anybody. It'd be winning teams, and it'd be people that'd be unhappy. So, of course, if you're losing, but you got to be realistic with the talent level of your child and the team that they're on so that they can figure it the fuck out. And sometimes you got to grow. You got to grow into that one shot where you can make a run. It might only be possible competing for a conference championship, not even going farther in the playoffs. But it might be winning the state fucking championship, you know what I mean, in high school. So you have to understand that. And for my cappers, like, like for people, like if you feel like the situation you're in is not the best for you, go back to where you came from. You know what I mean? Like, I know if I felt like it was better somewhere else, but I walked the fuck away, I walked away for a reason. Like, what they say, it's your ex for a reason? It's your ex for a reason. So, carry on with the shit, man. Let me know how y'all feel in the comments about that, man. Last week, we lost two icons, you know what I mean, in different spaces. We lost Mr. Harry Belafonte in his 90s. Harry Belafonte was very key because I was a kid and I watched Beetlejuice and day yo <laughs> I mean there's nobody that grew up in my generation that didn't like Beetlejuice that didn't like Dayo. so there there that scene from Beetlejuice with Michael Keaton classic scene but we know where it came from but before all of that Harry Belafonte and what he did for the civil rights activists back in the days funding them making sure their voices was heard and all that stuff making sure they had hotels and busing and food and all that shit yo he didn't have to do that he always stood up for brothers and sisters so we want to say resting power to uh mr harry belafonte and everything he did for the world we also want to say resting power to jerry springer no matter what you say about jerry Everybody know Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. So we talking mid-90s. I remember the first talk show in that format was Ricky Lake and Jerry Springer. And I'm like, yo, they boxing, they fighting on the thing. So we come home from college, maybe in high school, but definitely in college, sitting on the couch watching Jerry Springer like at two on channel 18 or 24 in the middle, like for real. Jerry, Jerry, the craziest, funniest shows, but... It could have been staged. Some of the shit was real. Some of the shit was fake. But, man, it, was, it used to go down on Jerry. Like, But it gave you that first almost reality show aspect of television, and they just replicated the shit with all the fights and shit, just all with simple disagreements. Because people didn't know how to de-escalate. So we got introduced to Steve, but I think they said Jerry was on for like 28 years, 29 years. So rising power to Jerry Springer as well, man. Y'all already know, man, like for real. Take a small moment of silence. Rising Power, Harry Belafonte, Rising Power, Jerry Springer. All right. Yo, I told y'all I wasn't doing this for my YouTube people. I messed up my iPad. My iPad is going crazy, so all the music that you would get, I would usually be rocking and rolling, and it give me a little energy, and ain't give me that energy today. All right, NFL. Lamar Jackson signs a five-year, $260 million, $185 million guaranteed deal with the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday before the draft, making him the highest paid player on an annual basis. Now, I knew when Jalen signed this deal, like Lamar, you're going to have to get in line that the Sean Watson deal is 
an anomaly. Like he is the third highest guaranteed player in the league behind Deshaun at number one and Kyler Murray number two. So congratulations to Lamar's process. Now, who was playing games here? Was it Baltimore or was it Deshaun? So let's break it down a little bit further. Like Deshaun, not 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 Deshaun Lamar. Now Lamar tried to get forty million dollars more because he wanted what Deshaun Watson got with that two sixty, um, two sixty guaranteed or whatever Deshaun Watson guaranteed is, and got fifty more what they were willing to pay if they were only willing to give him a hundred and thirty. So he got 50 more or less. They didn't pay the money that they had to pay. So it's a win-win. Like they didn't have to match. They gave him more, but they didn't give him what he wanted. He got more than they offered, but he didn't get what he wanted. In negotiations, it's give and take. You never get what you deserve in life, only what you have the ability to negotiate. Shout out to David Jacob. Win-win. I respect it. Now, I just, I just, I just wish these new athletes would get off of this. I'm unfollowing the team on social media and all that shit because you got fans, you know what I'm saying? And 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 it goes back to a certain level of immaturity to do that. Um, you know, when you got other situations, you're like, fuck this, I'm going home. You know what I'm saying? Or you have to park, I'm taking my ball home with me, like, because you lost. Like, have one of your guys bring your ball home. Why you got to take the ball? You a mark. We have all been at the park from a certain demographic. And we got the good ball. Somebody take the good ball home, like man, <laughs> that'd be the bush. So I just understand Lamar believes that he is paid now where he should be paid at. This is not settling for him. I'ma get what I got, what I can try to get, you know. Even if they offered this shit last year, I'm still gonna try to get more. You know what I mean? So if it take a whole year to try to get them to get more and they say no, then fuck it. You try for a whole year. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Lamar's value is his value. Looking at that NFL draft, all I know is I was ecstatic that three of the top three of the top four picks were black quarterbacks. One, two, and four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it goes from somebody like Lamar Jackson, however many years ago. Well, some people was thinking he needed to switch the wide receiver to now we're taking three black quarterbacks that got the Lamar Jackson shit in their game. It's where it is. So now Lamar Jackson was the last one left in the green room down there, like the 30th pick or something like that, possibly 27 to 30, somewhere around that. And now we got white quarterbacks with the old school, typical white boy stats for a quarterback and he don't get drafted in the first round. Do the math. Shit has changed. The league has changed. So, shout out to everybody that had their dream given to them by the work ethic they put in the game. Shout out to everybody who named did not get called in the draft and was able to get a contract as a free agent. Ha <laughs> Yeah, baby. All right, let's jump into the uh, NBA. Everything that's going on tonight. They announced the MVP, if I'm not mistaken. I said Joel and B. So it's Joel, Giannis, and Jokic. Remember, it's going to be key because you get 10 points for first place, seven points for second place, and three points for third place. So we're going to see what this do. We're going to see what this do. Yeah, this iPad is dead down there. All right, y'all. So we got to go back in a little history because it's once a week shit. It is what it is. I heard you, DJ Academics. I heard you. I know what to do now. 
Um, DJ Academics, I was watching this uh, live yesterday. I don't know how many days ago it was, but he was just talking about podcasting and all that shit. I listen. Uh, I listen to a lot of pods, so I, he told me what to do. He told me what to do. Anybody that's a potter, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. So we know the bus got put out last week. I ain't talking about that shit. I ain't talking about how it happened. I ain't, I don't want to because the shit is a week old, but I... Let's talk about it a little bit, dog, because this is Milwaukee. Listen, Bucks led by as much as 16 and 11 in the fourth quarter, right? With 11, four that led, led by four points with a minute left. They had four players in double digits, that, that double figures that game. My thing is, how the fuck does Coach Bud not put a footer by the rim? He took out Lopez. My thing is, with that time left, why wouldn't we put Lopez on the ball and put Giannis by the rim? That way... I know we can't get picked to give up a three. Giannis long as hell. So if it's some indirection pick and shit for Jimmy Buckley to spread out, put Giannis on Jimmy. First of all, I don't get that shit. Why Giannis wasn't on Jimmy? So, and then there's 0.6 seconds left after that. Call a timeout to advance the shit so we can get the lob to somebody for the for the quick shot. We was only down like it was tied. It was a tie game. Shit, they just threw one at the, at the they just threw one up at the thing. We can't throw one up to Giannis to off the glass. So you know that is what it is, man. So next for the Bucks, man. Giannis post game was asked if the season was a failure. No, it wasn't a failure. He bucked the question like no, and then all that shit. No, it, it, it's fair. It's fair for him to get a little agitated. It's a fair question. Failure is a little bit harsh. If you want to say disappointing, absolutely the season was disappointing when you don't make it past the first round and lose to a team that had to get to the super play-in. They they lost the first game in the play-in to like the Hawks, and then lost the, and then won the super play-in and was finna lose that one to the Bucks. So the Bucks have issues. We're an older team with older, slower wings. We got to get younger and athletic on the wing. Now Giannis can sign an extension. We have new ownership with Jimmy Haslam from the Cleveland Browns. So Milwaukee, are y'all ready? That's what I want to know. Are y'all ready? Because it's time for Giannis to move on. Giannis done did everything he should have done here. Of course, I want him to stay. But I will not be mad at that brother if he mean mug his ass up out of here because he's done everything. He brought us a championship and all that shit. Like, because if I'm Giannis, I play out my contract. I'm definitely not signing no extension. That's helping out the Bucks. But signing an extension helps out the Bucks will help you get better players. So you got to understand, if he loves Milwaukee, you want to be here, like I said, I'm 10 toes down with him. Stay your ass here. We're going to get young on her win. We're going to do what we need to do. But if he wait, he's going to sign down there the biggest contract in NBA history in two years. You know what I'm saying? If he stay here, we can give him an extra year. New CBA, new all that shit, right? Or he can go to the place with the highest Greek population. Chicago, but we know it's New York. Could you imagine Giannis playing the Madison Square Garden for him or how he played? Man. Man. We can do something like trade Chris for Damian Feastay, though. I'm doing that. Because Chris slowed down a little bit. Of course, he come back from injury. I ain't saying he can't play that lockdown D no more. And then that'll make a small as hell. But we know Damian's a bona fide killer. So we re-sign Brooke Lopez for sure and get younger if we can on the wing. So I don't know if Dame for Chris is getting us younger on the wing. We got to sign those, though. That's not what I'm talking about. But we need another killer. If we can get some something for Chris right now, let's get Chris. And the money match up, first of all. Money match up. 
Just keep Dame, and we'll figure it out. If Dame gets set tripping, we'll trade his ass too. You know what I mean? But I think we should trade Chris for Dame. I love Chris, but if if this is what it's gonna be, and they know, we got to get up off that. So we got Lopez, Crowder, Ingles, unrestricted free agent, and we got Middleton with a player option. Of course, he opted in at forty something million dollars. Right? So last last series, the Knicks they beat the Cavs. So. For the next for the Cavs, Garland and Mitchell got sixty-seven million due to them next season. Uh, Jared Allen got sixty million due over the next three. Like, listen, my thing is decide on Allen or Mobley who you want to anchor your shit and get another wing. They got to do that. Celtics Hawks, we know the Celtics. They got home court through the rest of the playoffs now. Playing the Sixers, we know it come down to Embiid. Like, and if he healthy or Tatum, if he gonna have that killer. So for the Hawks, we got to figure out if we gonna trade. Trade Trey or keep Trey, right? To me, he's worth keeping. He's worth keeping because Murray, Deontay Murray, got an eighteen million dollar expiring next year. So do you do we need to get off Trey to sign Deontay because we're gonna max out him? Like what are we gonna do? We're gonna trade some of our other pieces. Atlanta got some issues because if Trey a coach killer, I don't know, but I would love to see what Quinn Snyder can do. But we seen what he did with, with Lionel Pierce and uh Nate McMillan. They Shit, Trey was taking them shots. Trey was turning that bitch over. <laughs> Shit, to keep it real with you. So is it really like Trey or keep Trey? We gave up too much to uh get Trey. And Trey got a hoop. Trey got to change his game a little bit. That's what he got to do. What's it? What West Coast? West West Coast series is over, man. This. So we had Nuggets in the Wolves next for the T Wolves. You know they got back to back playoff appearances since oh three oh four. Like Anthony Edwards can sign a max rookie extension this summer. That's cool. Of course, he's going to get his money. Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, they they paid a combined $77 million next season and $94 million in 24-25. Shit. No. They got one first-round pick in the next three years. They're fucked. <laughs> like, no. no, don't nobody want Cat? Who want Cat? Who want Cat? Cat for Chris Middleton right now? And let Lopez walk? Hell no. Nope. Nope, that's fucked up. Shit, a few years ago, motherfuckers saying they could redraft a, uh, some of some younger players, like under 25, Cap would be the first one. But Cap done been injured, though. It is what it is. Suns Clippers, we know the Suns came up out that shit. Like, the Clippers, next for the Clippers, you know, Kawhi got diagnosed with a torn meniscus, so yeah, I was that on that. Man, they moving to a new arena that can't get Kawhi and PG on, man. It's kind of, man. They're fucked, too, because they got a lot of money tied up in them, brother. Shout out to Westbrook for saving the season, though. Thank you for uh, Ty Lue for mentioning that, though. Without Westbrook, I don't know if that shit was going that way, man. For real. Um, we know what's going on with the Suns. Suns big three are better, but the Nuggets are deeper, deeper. Grizzly Lakers. <laughs> Next for the Lakers, we already know. They playing tonight, the Warriors. Next for the Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks, where are you at the post game, yo? With all this poking the bear shit, you ain't poking shit. You find 25k for not talking to the media for like all the all the home, all the away losses in LA, like three of them. Like, yo, when you come for the king, you better not miss Dylan Brooks. He gonna be an unrestricted free agent in the day on ESPN. I seen the article. The Memphis Grizzlies are reportedly not re-signing Dylan Brooks. Damn, you don't cause enough fuss that they said they ain't even fucking with you, cuz next year. So who would take a chance on him? Somebody gonna have some money for him, but who? Like, he cool, but I don't think he that deal. He cool. 
He a role player. I don't even think he need to start. Like, I ain't even lie to you. So, Ja Morant. Nah, your rap video in Denver did not affect your teammates. They got through it. Just like when you injured, they got through it. But all that shit, all that cap, all you had to do is worry about the Celtics. Nah, B. Nah. <laughs> it is what it is. But you know that confidence in the clutch y'all got? I ain't mad at that. Y'all y'all did a lot of talking, though. And, 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 and y'all got to talk to the media after all that talking, though. Because we know the real shit. I would appreciate it if y'all didn't duck the media and came to the media and said, y'all know when y'all... This is this what Dylan Brooks and Josh Polzett did. Went to the thing, sat that shit down on the thing. Said, hey, man, y'all know if we was healthy, we would have whooped their ass. <laughs> that should have said. And everybody would have been like, yep, y'all right. Y'all right. Y'all right. If we had Steven Adams and, and the one cat, we would have whooped their ass. You know what I mean? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so it's what it is. Uh, game seven, Kings Warriors, you know, Steph shot the most shots he ever in his life. Yeah, 50 points, highest in, uh, point total in the game seven. We know what it is, you know, so we know what's going on with the um, Warriors playing the Lakers. But we know what happened with this shit next for the Kings. Once Fox got injured, we knew the toll it would take on the Kings. They got to a game seven with Fox injured the last three games. Like, they fall hard as fuck. Finished third in the West, plus 18 win increase. Mike Brown, coach of the year. Last playoff series win was 0-4. Everyone comes back next season. They're going to be something to deal with, something to motherfucking deal with, right? All right, y'all. Now, we can get into these Eastern Conference semis. The Heat won game one, 108 to 101, leading the series 1-0. Best player on the floor, Jimmy motherfucking Butler, 25-11-4. R.J. Barrett had 26-9-7. No Julius Randle for the Knicks. Heat, bench points, 30 to 15. Free throws, 23 to 29. Heat, 12 to 20. Okay? Three-point field goals, 13-39 for the Heat, 7-34 for the Knicks. Look, Knicks pointing the paint, 62-38 rebounds, 48-39. Listen, yo, K-Love with those full-court outlet are magical. How the fuck can Cleveland not use him? Is it safe to say that if Cleveland would have had K-Love in his 16 to 25 minutes he played for them, that would have helped them beat the Knicks? That last four minutes of the fourth quarter when Miami's playing that real-ass D, that crunch time D? Man, that give me that shit. Give me that shit. Stifling-ass team defense? Man, I'm boxing out so my teammate can get the rebound? Shit is something magical. I love that shit. You know what I mean? Largest lead in the game in the fourth, under three minutes. Give me that shit. Give me that shit. Give me that shit. And then Jimmy spranked his ankle, man. But he'd be fine for the night. I believe he's playing tonight. That's what reports are saying. You know why? Because he's a rider anyway. Because if he can't go, if he can't go, at least they got the split, right? So if Julius can't go, I can see Jimmy playing anyway because he got a sprained ankle or something too. I can see Jimmy playing because we can go up 2-0 on these motherfuckers just like they did the Bucks last round. And you can't tell me that Knicks is better than the Bucks. We played in we played in Knicks the first round. We would have beat the Knicks as the Bucks. So Knicks need Julius to win a series. We know what it is. So my serious prediction for this joint, I got heat and six. I got heat and six, y'all. Let me know. 76 to Celtics, other Eastern Conference semifinal. Game one last night, 76ers win 119 to 115. Philadelphia leads the series 1 0. Best player on the floor last night was James Harden, 45 1 6. Tatum, 39 11 5. Philly had no MB. Harden took his ass to Vegas. Motherfuckers had a problem with that. Harden came back balling, right? Celtics won every 
damn near their statistical, major statistical categories on the team aspect. But Harden looked and played like old school James Harden from Houston. So all that shit, he want to go back to Houston shit, pause that, stay your ass here and play like that. And then we're going to talk about that in a second. Maxi, 26 points, four steals. Tobias Harris, 18, five, and three. Anthony Melton, 17, five, and six, and play ball. Jalen Brown, 23, six, and four for the C's. Brogdon had 23, and three. So fourth quarter, Harden ruled the shit. He had 15 points, three or four from Trey. Uh-oh, he invented the step back shit. Oh, killing cats. Jason Tatum had five. Jalen Brown had five. And Marcus Smart had 10. So if, if Marcus Smart had combined what Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown had, we got problems. What's going on? They wasn't in foul trouble. So three players outscored one player by five. Who wanted it more? Who wanted it more? Marcus Smart, as much as I love him, he cannot be the leading scorer in the fourth quarter for the Celtics unless he had a mismatch and we win the game. He can't be the leading scorer and we lose the game, y'all. If we can get a little bit more of this type of Harden with what Embiid does, then the Celtics would definitely have their damn hands full. So let me see, what's my serious prediction in? Because, let me see, with, let me see, with Embiid, I'm, I'm, I'm typing this shit up as I speak. With Embiid, I say 76ers. Mm, with Embiid. And Harden playing like this, there's a whole bunch of ifs. I say 76ers in six. Without Embiid, I'm going, man. I'm going Celtics without Embiid. Celtics in shit. That's kind of backwards, though. Shouldn't it be with him? Nah, yeah. Yeah, with Embiid, I'm going without Embiid. I'm going Celtics in seven. Because James going to pull out that Houston shit. I'm going Celtics in seven without Embiid. I don't know about that. Man, it's just it's something about if Harden, if Harden can't play like, I ain't going to say what he can't do. I ain't going to say what the brother can't do. Let me know what y'all do. I ain't going to say what the brother can't do. If he can play like that, though, man, we ball. All right. So Western Conference semifinals. Nuggets Suns game one. Nuggets won 125-107. Jokic had 24-19 and 5. KD had 29-14 and 1. Like the uh the Nuggets in the second quarter outscored the Suns 37-19. The Nuggets was 5 for 8 from Trey Ball in that quarter, while the Suns were 1 for 4. That's an extra 12 points from the Trey Ball line. Like to me, 37-19, that can't happen. 25-19 sounds better going into halftime. Half so for the Suns not to have a bench, they outscored Nuggets bench points 24-23. That's odd as fuck. The Suns have four players in double figures. The Nuggets had six. It's just that shit ain't working. It's a lot of mid-range. The Suns don't shoot enough tray balls or make enough tray balls because shit. It was 16-37 for 37 for Trey for the Nuggets, 7-23 for 23 for the Sun. So yeah, that's they don't make enough trade balls. And not they don't shoot, they don't make enough. So last night the Nuggets won 97 to 87. Didn't release the series 2-0. Jokic had 39, 6, and 5. Book had 35, 4 for Ephraim Trade Ball, 5 and 6. Now I'm not bringing up the bench point shit. We know the Suns ain't got no bench. Either Monty don't trust them or they can't hoop, or two things can't be true. I don't know. Monty just owns his rotation shit. He lost a lot of his bench with that. They gave up too much for KD. Anybody gonna say that? They should have just rolled with what the fuck they had. Because now it's hurting them without no bench. Out. 
if you give Mikael Bridges like, yo, you the man now. You on book. It's y'all two world. It's y'all two world. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let me know what y'all think. They gave up a lot. I mean, they just got to try to make it this year and go for it next year. Is that that, that makes sense to y'all? See how far we get this year and go for it next year? We'll see. Um, this game had an old school 90s feel, minus the physicality. Wasn't no fucking physicality. When CP3 went out late in the third with the tight left groin and did not return, the Nuggets pulled away and shit. The Nuggets pulled away, outscoring the Suns 27 14 in the fourth quarter. So Suns had three scores and double figures. Nuggets had five in the fourth. So in the fourth. So it is what it is. Suns 0 for 9, three point field goals in the fourth quarter. Nuggets three for six in the fourth quarter. That's that crunch time shit, right? Suns, no free throws in the first half. It's crazy. Five for five for the game. Nuggets 18 to 21 for the game. Like, like Nuggets points in the paint 48 to 30. Yo, DeAndre Aiden, yo, you have to get five by making aggressive ass, up and under post fools, putting your shoulder in the motherfucker. Come on, man. I understand all the finesse shit. I get it. I get it. But even Bosch banged, cuz. And you don't shoot the trays. Yeah, you know I mean, so I don't, I don't. That's DeAndre Aiden, man. Come on, man. Put your elbow, drop step, right shoulder, left shoulder, jump hook, turn around, all that shit up and under. You gotta have that, cause like you gotta have that. Gotta have that. We hear all the buzz with his sons don't shoot the threes. I understand, true, but KD tried to kill that narrative last night, didn't he? He mismatched trades. KD mismatched trades last night. He had 24 points. He was two of 12 on the trade ball line. So he's putting them bitches up. Had eight and three. 8 and 14, 8 and 4, 8, and that's not enough. 8 rebounds, shit. CP3 had 5, and he only played 3 quarters of the game. You 7 feet, get your ass in there, boy, and get them rebounds. That's what it come down to. The Suns just don't have enough. The Suns just don't have enough. Like, Nuggets in this show, Nuggets can play any motherfucking style. They can get up and down. They can play the half-court game, any, any style, any speed. They can defend. They can make shots. This team is very fucking scary. Very scary. Very scary. I just, uh, I don't know. I say this. I'm, if CP3 is hurt, it's, it, they, might get, they might get swept, fam. If CP3 is hurt, they getting swept. If not, Nuggets and six? Four if CP hurt. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Let me know what y'all are in the comments. All right, y'all. My quick one today is just, I told y'all as I told y'all, Haley Van Lift signs with LSU as a grad transfer. That's two years left of eligibility. I told y'all. I said either she was going with Louisville, with South Carolina with Dawn, or she was going down to Louisville, LSU. So you put her with Flaw J, Angel, and all the shit they got coming, because they got some girls coming. Shit. I got to see what Dawn does because I'm South Carolina all day first. But damn it, that team, repeat champs. I will, whatever SEC network shit and watch their games, I got to watch their shit because they going to be, man. Ooh, they going to be some serious, man. So, man, it's all good, y'all. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the support, man. I'm getting my ass up out of here, man. Parents, remember what I said, man. Ain't no everybody get checked every once in a while, baby. Just, man, play y'all part, support your kids, man. NBA, now we can start to get some rest, too, because them games been kicking my ass, man. And I, you know, we can start getting some rest, man, but it's going to get thick now. Now we're going to see who's who and what's what. Get your conference together. Get your clutch together. 
Listen to them, follow the network on various platforms, confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com, wherever you listen to your podcast. Search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at K&K. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch Weekly. Donald Nelson, Dizzle, DZDs, Diz, that's Dizzle's Don P, Don D, Don Rilla. Host Confidence in the Clutch, a podcast with Donald Nelson. And Confidence in the Clutch podcast about sports, entertainment, music, culture, society, politics, religion, all that. Have a safe and healthy night. Listen during the daytime. Credit grad day on purpose, y'all. I'm out. Peace. Confidence on three in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch.